Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Welcome to today's episode of Project Management Insights. Another people-related topic this week, as I spoke to you about early in the month. And today I want to talk to you about whether culture affects the performance of a project team. The question that I had was specifically related to a construction project team, and I'm going to speak to it in a more general sense because it is something that's a great topic in relation to all project teams. And I want to start first by pulling apart this culture and what culture actually is from my perspective. So, When you bring together a group of people from different backgrounds, with different knowledge, with different information, with different ways of interacting and engaging based on personality types, the stories that they hold, what what has them feel comfortable speaking up, what doesn't have them feel comfortable speaking up, all of these things are part of an individual and part of a team. And what that What that means when you get this group of people together is that this word culture is created. There's a culture within the team. Now, for me, all that means is does the team get on or don't they? Because oftentimes there are personalities that are very strong. There are personalities that are very loud. There are aggressive personalities there are people that are very set in their ways. All of these different things impact on an ability to have a team functioning as a team. Now, remember, team is together everyone achieves more. Well, if there's one, two, three, however many people working outside that everyone mentality, then of course it's going to impact the performance of the team because These people are not working collaboratively necessarily with people. They will be setting people offside. They will be causing more stress for people. They will be upending any type of schedule work, you know, trying to keep things on track because they will do things at their own time when they're ready. You know, there are a number of ways that these different personality types will impact the overall output of a team. And so the overall culture, the overall way that a team interacts and engages as a group of individuals in a group with each other is very important because it will impact the overall performance of the project. And so, yes, culture does affect the performance of a project team. What you want in terms of a culture is where everyone feels comfortable around each other, everyone is honest and trustworthy, everyone speaks their mind no matter what the outcome might be. So somebody might disagree with them and that's okay because they might disagree, agree to disagree. So there's still an allowance for people to speak their truth and be heard in the group as a whole. People share their knowledge, people openly ask for support. When they're in a space of 
feeling that they're unable to cope anymore or they've come up against a problem and they don't know how to solve it. All of these things are important for a positive culture to operate within your project team. Now, we've already spoken about what the non-positive culture looks like, and that's, of course, warring, um, not trusting, there's no honesty, there's no open communication, there's a lot of aggression, people fighting, people hiding, there are silos within the work groups. All of these things impact on the ability for a team to work together. Now, let's talk about construction for a moment, because oftentimes in a construction team, there will be a lot of subcontractors. Now, bringing in subcontractors isn't always easy because some subcontractors work for an external organization. So you have a group that's not really melded together in the formal sense. They are a, a group of streams or work groups that operate, they do operate independently. And ultimately here, creating the culture for the team is not necessarily as easy because you don't always have them in the one space. I mean, we're not talking about people in a building that just sit on different floors and can get together for a meeting as need be. The construction industry works very, very differently where there are often teams from external contractors who will come on site for a day and do half a day's work or a day's work or five days work and then once they, their part of the work's done for a while, you might see them again and then they might show up later in the construction project. So it's a very, very different environment to try and create this open and honest culture and the way of working. And there will be individual cultures that have developed within their own, the, their own teams or their own groups, uh, businesses that are the subcontract environment. So the whole premise here is still to create a sense of trustworthiness and openness and a collectiveness that everyone understands the end goal, the time frame, the criticality and the nature of it, and that they're not afraid to be able to speak up and say, no, we're not going to meet that deadline, we have issues, all of these sorts of things in terms of the communication and the way that is, you know, a perfect team culture still function. It's just that we're talking about in that external environment rather than a closed internal environment. So it is a bit different when we're talking about the construction industry. And yet the whole premise here is to build the strong relationship with those construction team workers or the uh, external contractors that are working on your construction project so that you have the ability to at least trust someone, to know that you can get an honest answer from them, to be able to communicate with them and have them lead their own group of people if necessary. I mean, there are ways around creating the positive culture that you want in order to be able to deliver your desired outcome of the project, the, the building constructed um, or upgraded as it needs to be, you know, according to the timeline. So don't think that just because groups are external to you, and I mean, let's talk about a large organisation where perhaps there are outsourced service providers. Now, these outsourced service providers will have their own culture within their own environments, in their business environments that they work in, and 
It's about creating the strong relationship and the strong rapport with those people so that when they come into or work with your organization, they fit into your team, the, the project team that you are working with, and become a part of that team. And we had such an instance on that very critical project that I work on where we had outsourced IT developers from India working, and we were based in Australia. And thankfully, we had a very, very open and honest and trusting um, account manager or a project manager working from their side with us um, in the broader context of the project in Australia. And so he was my go-between and he was the person that I built a very strong rapport and a very strong relationship with. Because in that, I could then trust that when I said we had an issue, he'd go and follow it up. When I wanted to know where things were at and I asked the question, he would go and follow it up and give me a straight answer. And Incredibly, that team delivered. They delivered above and beyond what was required. So the, you can work very, very well with external contractors or external uh, work groups as long as you are willing to build the strong relationship with them up front or the strong relationship with their project manager, the strong relationship with their spokesperson, the strong relationship with their account manager, whatever title it is that that person has, you can create an open and honest culture through having that strong relationship with that person or those people. And so be aware of that and cultivate that relationship yourself because it's the one that's going to uh, merge into your own project culture and and have and support the type of project culture that you're looking for. So funnily enough, it all starts with you. Any disru disruption to the project culture can come back to the way that you are functioning with these people and how you're engaging and interacting with them. So perhaps turn the light on you if you're finding that the culture in any of your project teams is not working the way that you want. Look at your own behaviour and whether you are establishing the strong relationships in the right way. Because I can guarantee you that if the culture is disrupted and not working the way that you want it to, a big part of that is the way that you're engaging and in interacting, or should I say, not engaging and in interacting. So take a look at yourself first. All right, that's it for another week of Project Management Insights. Good luck with your projects this week. I will talk to you further next week. Like, subscribe, and leave a review. Share the podcast with anybody that you know that may not already be listening to it. And remember, there is lots more follow-up information on the projectmanagementinsight.com website and specifically training for you to fill the gaps in a number of these areas. Look forward to speaking to you again next week. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter, or to receive updates on upcoming training.